0: Today is Sunday, it's Monday for you, and it is cold, I'm drinking smoothie, tasting something like some fucking earth bar shit, made it, I'm really on one today. Chris, you're in Toronto, you poor baby, what's up?
1: Yeah, it's also cold here, and you know I didn't prepare properly, so I am walking to and from uh, Barry's uh, in the classic white man uh, shorts with jacket when there's a chance of flurries. (laughs) <laughs> I don't love that, but I just you know I, I only had what I had, so I'm kind of having to thug it out.
0: So there, you're so you're, you're saying you're thugging it out because there's a slight chance of flurries. Flurry happen.
1: I saw some flurries this morning on my stroll uh, to berries, um, and I tried to ignore it, uh, but luckily it doesn't seem to be picking up any steam or sticking to the cold hard concrete of the six
0: look chris i'm a i'm a california surfer guy what does a flurry mean i know that that's a dessert from mcdonald's shack likes it but you i think this is snow related what what exactly is a flurry a
1: flurry is a flurry is when it's it's the precipitation is snow-like uh but it's so light and 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 kind of honestly hard to see with the human eye at times oh. but but you feel it uh and it doesn't it's not snow it's not sleet it's not rain it's its own form of precipitation
0: it's like an amuse-bouche kind of it
1: is it is like a it is like a a sign that inclement weather could be coming mm-hmm. um but i'm choosing to take it more as the last winter uh weather i will see for 2022 is my hope <laughs>
0: Damn, bro. okay
1: i'm so de- i'm so desperate to touch down in big cali
0: mm-hmm. i
1: can i i can literally taste the buffalo cauliflower I feel- <laughs> it's fucking great <laughs> It's crazy. I feel like
0: you might you might need something stronger than California. Like you you might have to change the weather and you know go to Bali or. Perth or Adelaide okay. or Bris Brisbane, Brisbane, Vegas or something <laughs> I don't know
1: I'm so I'm so cold I gotta go to Adelaide to kind of get my body temperature up <laughs> yeah no no it'll be fine I mean I, I know LA is, is cold for you but after being on the east coast for like a full month mm-hmm. I'm just uh, I'm, I'm desperately in need of some Cali swag I can't wait to get behind the wheel of the car oh you know be in the car for 30 minutes when it should take 10 oh yeah baby. I realized today that I've done Barry's 10 days in a row and I feel absolutely insane Um, and I need to kind of break the streak unfortunately
0: okay did you were you doing this so you could like unlock a badge or something like that it's giving badge play
1: they do they do have a badge program mm-hmm. Um, but and they keep telling me why don't you sign up and I told them that I don't like games um and they they thought that was funny but i also don't know if they kind of i think they thought i was insane right um but uh but yeah i i did say i don't play games they thought it was funny i don't need to receive a free barry's hoodie okay like i like that that's the reward like you're already i'm the reward is my physical form right the reward is not gonna you know a, a, a hoodie i'm not gonna wear is not gonna help me
0: so you're telling barry's hey Come talk to me when you got a, a gift that is something of value to me, but at the moment I don't need a, a branded Wawa bottle Yeah, exactly. Yeah. if I complete my 750th class.
1: Luckily, Barry's does not sell, at least to my knowledge, the bottles with the the, the connected straw, mm-hmm. so they're one step ahead of the true fools, but I've, I've heard some of the most twisted because we've been talking about mashups. In our in our group chat. I've heard some of the most twisted mashups at Barry's Toronto this week that I've ever I, I can't believe it.
0: Okay.
1: Today I heard Guns Guns and Roses and the Killers mashed up together for one twisted song. Mr. Brightside with what? Do no 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 uh the famous Sweet Child of Mine. Yes, yeah, the sweet child of mine. Sorry, I couldn't I couldn't think of it. So, yeah, the killers, Mr. Brightside, Mixed with Sweet Child of Mine. Um, you can imagine how bad that is. But then yesterday, and I tweeted about this, this is the, one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phantom Planets, California, Here We Come, mixed with early drake classic over
0: i can't imagine it like I, I i'm sure i'll have to go on one of my I, I, funky little websites and download this mash but <laughs> I, I i really can't this i know mash. both of those songs and when you say it to me it, it my brain's just like glitching out like does not compute vibes you know
1: It's, it's, it was glitching out. I mean, uh, imagine mm-hmm. me trying to hit a 14 on that last 30 second sprint. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You can't put these songs together. They have no relation. Like I just I guess that's the idea of the mashup. It is it's taking two things from opposite corners of the world and pushing them together to make one yeah. classic banger.
0: Yeah. But No, that's what Diplo does. You're talking about when you take two so I,
1: different songs. No, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about raping and pillaging from other cultures. I mean Okay. But I'm asking you, I guess as a as a professional de turntablist.
0: Oh shit, I just remembered Diplo's birthdays tonight. I got the invite. It's
1: bowling. Wow, wow. wow. I guess that's better than skating quickly just before we move on don't come for ship from the mash i would never come for a queen Shipka.
0: if you're listening sorry i forgot to come last night uh i went to jar instead ja
1: i sent my regards to kiernan because i also i'm not out of town but also i don't know if that's the place where i learned to roller skate as a person who's never been on roller skates in my entire life
0: yeah i didn't want to be like yo is it is it cool if i just kind of post up in the corner and send out vibes. You know, nobody wants that.
1: I don't think the members of Young Hollywood want to see me busting my 40-year-old ass all over the hardwoods. Um, mm-hmm. But but my question for you is regarding mashups. Okay. What would you say as a DJ who lived through and was responsible for music programming during the height of the mashup? Mm-hmm. What is What is the pinnacle of the form? What is the greatest mashup ever created? What got the dance floor going? What is what is Z Trip's Peace de Resistance?
0: It's it's hard. I don't know how you can pick just one because every everyone has a mash that speaks to them. I I understand in that in a certain way cuz But is there one? Is there <laughs> You're just talking No, you're not not a personal one just like by and large, yeah. By and large, you know, by and large, general consensus. When you would,
1: when you would reach deep into the depths of your uh, black Mac MacBook with the Serato program,
0: why are you coming for a black MacBook?
1: I love the black MacBook. It was made out of a nice rubber material right. that I think Apple should bring back. I obviously don't care if it's sustainable or not, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't mean to put you on the spot. I just assumed there was one that came to mind as the dominating, right. the dominating track of the era.
0: I almost think that it has to be. Um, like girl talk or something. Mm, I mean like obviously point, people will say like the gray album is probably the greatest one. Yeah, but, but the, the gray it's album is just
1: dorky. Yeah, the gray album is fucking dorky. That's some dusty hip hop shit. I mean something that would get the girlies to throw their vodka sodas in the air.
0: I mean it's gotta be either girl talk or like yeah you know some kind of like Avicii song that they put a different okay. thing on <laughs> there
1: yeah i mean girl talk was girl talk was a fucking moment that was he truly defined the genre even more than my man z Girl Talk is definitely still getting twenty bands to DJ like the no. University of Wisconsin homecoming. <laughs> yeah, I bet he is.
0: No way. I bet he is. I don't think so. Look, I'm sure Girl Talk listens to this podcast. Girl, girl, come on the show. Let's talk, girl. I, I think it'd be funny.
1: I mean, he was a well. You know that the whole thing with him was that he was like a. I believe the story is he was a actual scientist. I think so. When I he guess. rose to prominence. As a DJ, so he has something to fall back on, which is nice, because a lot of you guys don't. I mean, look what you have to do for money now.
0: Yeah, he's like, look, I'm a scientist... And it's not letting me have sex with nineteen year olds, so what is it that I
1: can do? <laughs> yeah, is there anything is there anything ah, I can do? <laughs>
0: yes. I will put saran wrap okay. on my Acer and go to sorority houses and see what happens.
1: I can't blame him. Look, and I know you can't either. I he was it was a it was a cultural shift.
0: Look, I show up with a USB stick and I got nothing but bops, bangers, and stuff for the girlies, the gays, <laughs> the dolls and the queens. He shows up with his USB stick. It's got a special password-protected folder on there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, oh, don't look at my special folder drive. Don't look at my special folder. They're eight seconds
1: each. <laughs> I, I, Okay, well, I, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. And I wanted to also tell you about my experience at... Um, maddie matheson's prime seafood palace
0: oh a cb restaurant review let's go
1: yeah i went with with a uh, friend of the show oliver el Khatib. um mm. so it was a real mob it was a real mob ties vibe at our table <laughs> As you can imagine, so this was a Don's dinner. This was a Don's dinner. Yeah, I had come straight from Pearson, so I had to store the Remova in the in the coat closet, which they were of course nice enough to accommodate. I'm
0: horny as hell just hearing all of these details right
1: now. I like it. I know, I know. But the so the the you know Oliver and I both are are fitness focused cats you know so he's looking at the menu i'm looking at the menu and i'm like okay well this is going to be this is going to be interesting so it's just two guys who ordered um two pieces of white fish you know one each oh my God. um and then we did we did get a little litty with the sides um and we're able to get the greens as well as a cabbage that was delicious from maddie's farm uh there was a, there was also a a potato that comes in these like nice squares. So
0: you're you're saying you went liddy with the cabbage, the cabbage, and the what was what was the other side that you got? There was
1: some greens, and there was also some.
0: Oh, so okay, so some greens and cabbage. So you were just going off the rails, is what? It well, sounds hold like. on,
1: I'm not I'm not fucking done. I'm not okay. fucking done. Okay, mm-hmm. and then there was also a, a carrot tart, which is something that I don't know if you've ever <laughs> you've ever kind of taken part in, but it was a. Bit, <laughs> Beautiful carrots from Blue Goose Farm chopped finely in a nice, you know, pastry crust with a little bit of, I believe there's a cheese, Mm. you know, a small layer of cheese at the bottom. Damn. Um, That's what
0: they're doing over there down at Blue Goose Farms.
1: Blue Goose Farms produced hella stuff for the menu. Yeah. Like I was, I didn't realize it was that. I knew it was operational. I didn't know it was that operational. You know what I mean?
0: That's smart. I mean, that's how you make them. What is that called? It's like um, full circle or. Cycle.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Circular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's where it's where it's 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 like uh yeah the snakes <laughs> eating itself as as it's, they, a, as it's a
0: it's a it's a self sustaining ecosystem where mm-hmm. everything is made in house and sold in house and blah 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 But then
1: I w- It's the future guys. I was able to have also a piece of kilon pie to kind of top off the meal that really was delicious. Okay,
0: fat boy. So
1: we were having this dinner, we were catching up. It was a 2-hour meeting of the minds, of course, OVOCB mode unlocked. Mhm. And the table behind me, like behind Oliver that I was looking at, seemed to be 8 16-year-old Koreans in streetwear yeah they were all on i don't know if they interacted with each other at all i think they only used their phones the entire meal
0: right 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 right.
1: but i but i but the problem was i wanted to know who paid (laughs)
0: like
1: i wanted to know if if they split it or if one of them was the don dada of the squad and put down his dad's mx and paid for the whole meal
0: they probably have like some type of WeChat app where it just okay. does it automatically. <laughs> it's just it just splits.
1: They don't have to talk about it, it just kinda of splits everything, everybody gets paid, there's no discussion needed.
0: Yeah, but also it could be um a Korean thing to not do a splitsies. I think it might be some type of honor system where they're like, no. Like like whoever the boss is, whoever's the elder person or whatever, I'm assuming has to mm-hmm. kind of pay for that.
1: <laughs> okay, so in this case, it was the senior instead of the juniors in high school. He had to kind of <laughs> pick up the t- he kind of he had to pick up the tab. But the thing that I noticed most about their content creation, fucking flash on, baby. They didn't give a shit.
0: Okay, these little turds.
1: When you're running video flash, we're talking multiple seconds. Oh. You know what I mean? This isn't this isn't the contacts.
0: So, okay, so video flash. So that means that someone's bringing out like a instagrammable moment dish where oh we're gonna drizzle the thing on the thing yeah. so everybody film it mm. kind of vibe. i
1: mean in this case it was like obviously like a you know 16 pound wagyu you know it was a large piece of meat which is i know 16
0: does pound wagyu. I, I know that
1: does well on instagram like i know that the meat stuff does pretty well on instagram
0: yeah and uh, in, in typically in my past yeah so i know you have knew- certain certain messages <laughs> that you could send <laughs>
1: Oh, Jason's sixteen pound meat The
0: engagement on my on the meat stuff.
1: Is is good. Shockingly great. Okay, so the Korean the Korean the Korean 3X, sometimes the Korean teenagers uh in Givenchy were on to something. So that's good to <laughs> that's good to know. And I I didn't follow their lead, but there, I did want to capture some content, but I was able to restrain myself in that high end environment.
0: Well, yeah, I think in that situation what you want to try to do is grab some of their light that they're producing yeah. and, and yeah, 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 you know, yeah. it's like uh drifting yes yeah. drifting drifting when you're it's a, it's an f1 term yes, on the cycle or you know lots of other sports yeah, do yeah, it yeah. but you want to drift and catch some of that nice korean lighting because i'm assuming that their lighting is better than ours based on technology and things like that
1: i would yeah i mean they were definitely using samsung phones that fold you know is, is the vibe over there yeah uh, it's
0: kind of interesting you know like how we talk about or we make fun of australians all the time for Thinking that their produce is is better, yes, yes. but when you ask them how is it better, they just say it's better. Yeah. Like they have no, <laughs> there's, there's, no there's no quantifiable no. data behind it's, it. It's, it's just, just better. I can't explain it. It's just better. And I think the same thing might apply for Koreans in just anything. Okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, obviously electronics, but like art, media, mu- music, film. It's just like what? How are you guys just killing it at everything? And they're like, yeah, we're just better because mm-hmm. we just are better. You know, that's just. Same kind of vibe. So they just their their fan, their their cell phone lighting software systems. It's just better. We can't explain it. It's
1: just better. <laughs> I mean, I think that there is. Yeah, I mean, I think that they I think when you come from the future and you have to come back to North America and kind of slum it, mm. you know, it is it is it is easy to be superior and not need to explain yourself, which is a nice quality.
0: Yeah, that is a quite a quite a privilege. a K-Priv. So what, so you're saying it's a, a table full of teens, all fellas. Maybe a one or two they them's in the mix.
1: No, there were a couple of a couple of females, but it seemed like a very platonic group of friends that okay that were hanging together on a Wednesday. Homie, Thursday night. homie
0: vibes only. And you said so maybe like a six top, and nobody is talking to each other or conversating. Everyone is just on their phones cranking. And then when a high high ticket item <laughs> yeah, or an yeah. Instagram like the caviar service comes, yeah. Then everyone kind of perks up and starts uh, firing up their cameras?
1: No, that's 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 what I noticed. I wasn't, obviously, I was deep in conversation myself, so I wasn't really locked in, but I would glance up every... every I mean,
0: you're building with OVO, you sort of have to give your full attention, otherwise it's just kind of rude. It's, it is rude, especially
1: in the city, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, like...
0: Especially in the city. <laughs> you wouldn't want that getting back to the boy.
1: No, when you touch down in Toronto and there's a new Drake album, it really, the energy is palpable. That's not that's oh, not interesting. A, that's not a joke.
0: It's like the first day of summer in New York. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's like when it's like when all all the girlies put their short skirts on because it gets above seventy degrees. New
0: Drake just <laughs> dropped, titties is out, sundress <laughs> season. Let's no. fucking go. I mean, Ooh, I'm in I'm back in my feelings again, etc. <laughs> the
1: fact that I wasn't able to rent a Turo, uh, a, a white Range Rover just for the night to listen to to <sighs> her loss while driving down, you know, Queen Street <laughs> is is a miss on my part. Um, but I just didn't really have the foresight. You know, it was kind of God, my fault.
0: I wonder if, if, if when a new Drake album comes out, like hotel prices in Toronto go up a little bit.
1: <laughs> the Bentley dealership orders extra stock. Yeah, there's just oh there's shit.
0: like uh, it's like an air raid siren where the whole city has to sort of prepare. <laughs> oh, shit.
1: I will say that the four seasons was sold out this weekend.
0: All the Fashion Nova servers are crashing. Some do something.
1: Yeah, it could be a lot of it. Could be a lot of things. Like the, I think they closed certain roads in Scarborough actually, just <laughs> just to kind of make sure make sure nothing goes down. You know, make sure mm-hmm. nothing cra- crazy
0: happens. And people just line up on the streets marathon style and just sort of start crying a little bit. <laughs> exactly. A, at the beauty of the album rollout. Any I can't believe the tiny desk was. I thought it was real i thought it was
1: real anytime a phantom drives by they just start crying just just because (laughs) it might be him it might be him (laughs) i was gonna ask you about jar
0: yeah you know um bay was has been working all week and she needed a little wrap party (laughs) we went over uh, secured the res at jar um friend of the show john early's favorite eatery
1: it's a fairly easy
0: reservation
1: to secure which is nice
0: it is. That's and it's always it's always busy. But you can always kind of get a res, and even if you don't have a res, you can kind of cruise up, put your name down, sit at the bar, and like it's like it's like an enjoyable bar to sit at. You know? Yeah, yeah. It really is a bygone era type of restaurant vibe. I mean, the food is is good. It's not excellent, but
1: who want, you know, who really? I ain't, I ain't complaining.
0: I, you, I ain't knocking it.
1: Who really wants excellent? You know what I mean? I, I'm going to say excellence overrated.
0: Uh I want excellence because well, I mean. Finished is better than perfect, or whatever Zach Bia might tweet. But you know, it, when you are operating on such a high level, you sort of, you know, you you chase that dragon. You're like, I had perfection in my mouth, pause, and I desperately want that again. And I know that it'll only happen a few more times. But that's the that's the fun of it.
1: The problem is when you get excellence in your mouth, that usually means <laughs> uh, other parts of the experience are actually lacking. And as a person who's more concerned with the oh, rest of the experience, okay, like if I if if I'm getting your three star the, your, your three Michelin star tweezer food, that means the music's gonna suck, the server's gonna be too serious, my seat's gonna be uncomfortable. It's it's not gonna be.
0: Typically, that is correct. Yeah, I can't I can't argue with that. I can't fault that. You know, but also you know the the perfection in your mouth could be as simple as a slice of racist pizza from Prince Street, or you know any 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 situation could happen like that mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a noma eating reindeer balls
1: i've told you that i'm a proud i'm, I'm a proud member of never eaten at print street hive
0: that's how racist you are it somehow reverses
1: no i i just i'm like you guys are waiting in line for a, a pepperoni pizza i don't need pepperoni there's nothing for me here and i'm yeah not, i
0: guess okay it comes down to the pet pep. i'm
1: not going to i'm not going to elbow out fucking big steppers tour merch guys to get to the fucking <laughs> To, to get you the cheese pizza in manhattan <laughs> like that's fucking
0: crazy like that's just crazy he's got baby. the goldman sachs big Stepers, <laughs> windbreaker quarter zip fleece it,
1: that that's literally who it is like it's we got, had a we had a man we had a man at the office it's so bad at print street that it's the kendrick merch guys now it's gone from astroworld uh. all the way down to kendrick <laughs> merch and they're holding on by a thread
0: scars is shaking in their in their ones <laughs> scars scars
1: is like no we're good over here anybody with dunks gets a free slice it's all good
0: (laughs) no no i was this is actually something that i was thinking about recently about what sort of makes a good meal Uh uh-huh or and and i think there's like a new you know people talk about a fl like uh flavors and there's like okay there's only so many flavors and then
1: now are you wait are you talking you're talking about food you're not talking about my jordan collection (laughs)
0: For now, it does technically apply to both. Okay, but we'll see whether or not it continues to to work out as an, an entendre. There, like a few years, maybe ten or fifteen years ago, I'm sure even you know about this. they they're like there's actually a new flavor. It's called umami. Yeah. So there's like there's sweet, there's sour, there's salty, there's spicy. You know, all those kind of basic general things, and umami was sort of that. You can't really put your finger on it. You can't describe it in words. It's like an intangible, untangible, intangible, mm. just like, mmm, kind of thing that you feel. It
1: just makes you go, mmm.
0: It's so satisfying and satiating and unctuous, and it like hits you on some animal level, some some DNA shit that, okay. that our forefathers were doing as we were ripping apart elks with our teeth or whatever, but I, w- I was thinking, like, okay... It's sort of like when scientists discover a new planet or something like that was a new one. I'm like, there maybe there's a new a new flavor or tons of new other flavors or sensations like that that could uncover. And one of them is like when the chef or whoever is making the food for the person sort of figures out or understands through communication or <laughs> or or uh, through communication or just visual cues, body language, moods, or whatever to know what that person wants to eat or know what they're in the mood for. Because so many times you could go to a restaurant and have the gre- greatest slice of pepperoni pizza in the entire world, but you were craving sugar fish, so it's not really going to hit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean?
1: This, this. Thank you for putting this in language I can understand. When I want the box sushi, <laughs> so, the pep pep ain't going to do it for me.
0: Pep's not going to do it for you. You want your PJ sugar fish like John Mayer just like everyone else. I get it. But I I think there's, I think the only way to unlock that next level is to sort of, I don't know if you have to do some type of medium work or just knowing somebody very well and their moods and what they like. But So you're saying the chef's got to
1: get in the head of every diner in the room.
0: Yes. And it's just, and instead of making like, here's what we make, I make fucking smash burgers and French fries or whatever, but like. If you if that's the only thing you make and you you're able to channel somebody's true desires and and to know that they really even even if they don't know that they wanted grilled onions instead of raw onions or whatever they have to any be of ahead. these little tweaks
1: they have to be ahead of the they have to predict what the consumer wants to eat
0: yeah 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 and that and that's and like what they're in the mood for what they're craving they don't even know that they're craving this thing but just scientifically speaking they're craving it somehow. And, and it's your job to figure that out, and and once you're able to sort of please them in that certain way, then you have a, a customer for a life, I guess. Um, I just don't. Uh, w- an example that I, that maybe could help you understand it, or or listeners is like when you and Bay are laid up in the hotel, and you're you know popping up Netflix on the TV. Like nobody wants to pick what they want to watch. You just want it to appear on TV, and yeah. you don't want to have to think about it. You know the decision fatigue. And when I know exactly what Bay wants to watch on TV and you just put it on and like all is well in the world, it's sort of that feeling that I'm trying to chase with the food. You know what I mean? I
1: think that no, that is a nice example um a few issues um the you know okay. if you own,
0: we're, we're this this is this is just day one the giraffe is learning to walk so yeah i'm welcoming okay. all criticism Please. Oh no, no
1: i wouldn't say it's criticism i would more say it's thought starters for you to kind of explore more
0: okay that i love but i'm trying i'm back
1: what well, i have my whiteboard out here and i i was taking some notes while you were talking and my major problem is i i don't know if this is possible for a room full of people you know um if a restaurant's doing big covers and they're trying to make money, there's no way the chef can be kind of, you know, filleting himself <laughs> in the back, coming up with these harebrained schemes to please each and every customer's deep, yeah. you know, guttural desires. I think I
0: think this is a thing that will have to happen in a very controlled environment. Okay, and okay, you know, for for starters, it's like a one-on-one thing. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just like you you and Alex in the kitchen. You've got your basket full of Flamingo estates ready to go. And you just kind of look at her. It's a a Maria Abramovich style. You just stare each other down. And then when Alex kind of starts crying visually, and then you go... "Mm." Peanut butter and jelly.
1: Yeah. Okay. I understand. I, I make my own. I take the flamingo estate grapes and just start busting them down. <laughs> they're
0: a little old, but they're going to do for a jam purpose. Um, okay. It's an imperfect food over there at flamingo. Sure. But yeah, once you break it down into a jam, nobody can tell. I, I, I
1: understand. Okay. I understand what you mean. And I think this kind of bespoke service mm-hmm. is, is where we're headed, um, in, in our society because we all want to feel, uh, like vips especially if you have money and you could pay yeah. you know this is this is so next time i come over i i want to try this with you let's where do you it just kind of check check out my vibes and then an hour later i'm kind of munching on tj specialties
0: yeah that's a munch right there you you nothing but a munch to <laughs> um no no that's true and as 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 the metaverse approaches us Barreling at us, at I, think an metaver- I, speed. I, think, I think the metaverse. I think
1: the, I think the metaverse already approached us and then kind of went another way and decided yeah, to approach somebody not to, else.
0: Not to use another cosmic reference, but it was it was a scare and the the meteorite zoomed past Earth, burning up upon impact, doing no damage whatsoever. But sort of as as AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning, metaverse, all that stuff is going on and the world is getting. Uh, more and more precise and better, but also less human yeah. and less kind of real and authentic. We have us humans have to sort of create these, I guess, ins- what's the opposite of artificial intelligence? Just just official intelligence. Just actual human intelligence. Yeah, we're, we've we've skipped and to see if we can beat these machines. We have to destroy these machines. You know, understand? Are you what I mean? saying?
1: Are you saying we should destroy the machines?
0: Uh, well, at the very least, I know what song that's going to play at the end of this episode. But for now, okay, yeah, eco-terrorism. You know, it's sort of like, hey, I'm going to go to Elon Musk's office with a uh, two coconuts and a and a crescent wrench. And I go into those computer servers and I start <laughs> ripping all the wires out like a like a rabid monkey, <laughs> smashing it all.
1: I consider myself to be an eco terrorist because I'm drinking water out of a plastic bottle. <laughs> um, but you're saying different kind of you're eco terrorist. <laughs> okay, okay, I it I'm further. talking about
0: going to the the fur factory and burning it down. Of course you have to let all the fur out first because that yeah, would be... Yeah, yeah, no. It wouldn't yeah, make that'd a lot of be kind of ca-
1: counterproductive if you burn the fur. You over
0: there, you're burning the fur factory, you're like, man, it's smelling kind of good though, low-key. Low-key, <laughs> damn. We have a little
1: barbecue if you guys want to come through. You know what I mean? Just make sure you My wear a, a, a little, face covering. Carnivore shit, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you wear a balaclava so they can't see your eyes. You know what I mean? But, you uh, know, that's... Uh, this, is a good, this is a good theory. I wanted to... Um, I because I'm in Canada, um, our friends over at YouTube have have blocked the Dave Chappelle SNL, <laughs> mm-hmm. but luckily for me, Bullshit. last night I, as I was in in bed here at the brand new Ace Hotel in Toronto, I was I was going to sleep and flipping channels you know what i mean and and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. i see the the screen is like covered in dust and i'm like shit do i need to go get some windex and like clean this off but then i realized it was black star performing on snl (laughs) and it was awful like i'm I'm literally i know this isn't my thing to begin with but it is awful like it felt like amateur hour like it was it was truly felt like amateur was
0: it Was it a new song or was it from their classic album?
1: I mean, I probably wouldn't know the classic album because I have good taste. Oh,
0: I know. That was just a joke.
1: But I believe that it was a new song because a classic one I would probably at least recognize. And this was truly gobbledygook, like just garbaggio. And they looked weird. They were dressed bad. It was just the whole thing is bad. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get to catch... Dave's monologue, um, where he, I'm sure, offended everyone again, and you know the writers of SNL uh, are protesting, um, which is pretty funny because, right? Because like, bro, I mean, I'm sure some of them wanted to protest when Jack Harlow was going to host, but they had to hold their tongue, you know. <laughs> I bet they want to protest every fucking time when Lizzo comes on. I'm sure somebody's like, God damn, I don't want to write this <laughs> bitch, but like, that's the job, you know?
0: Or worse, when Jack Antonoff is the musical guest, yeah.
1: How cool would it be? How cool would it be if somebody on SNL said that they're not going to work this week because Jack Antonoff is offensive to their ears?
0: Yeah, it's like musical guests, bleachers, and then the the (laughs) the band that play, you know, G. E. Smith or whatever is in there, and everyone is just sitting there quietly, stone faced. Yeah, there's no.
1: How dare you? There's no lead guitar player because he was like, I'm not crossing the picket line for fucking for this. I'm not doing it.
0: I did watch the monologue, and it was probably. I mean whenever Chappelle does SNL the monologue they always give him like 15 to really just do like a full yeah like stand up set and he usually nails it in my opinion he kind of does the jokes that everyone else is a little afraid to do and ruffle a couple feathers smoke a cigarette spit some real shit but you know he mostly talked about Kanye and you know a lot of his criticisms and commentary were pretty spot on and funny actually
1: yeah but it's also boring
0: like talking about kanye
1: isn't funny anymore or interesting that's the problem
0: well it's not because you're just listening to like regular people from twitter you know trying to dunk on kanye west and not you know whether or not you like dave chappelle he's Arguably the greatest stand-up comedian alive right now and has been doing it oh, as long bro, as we've don't been alive say for, that, bro. You it's don't just, even It, know it is what it is. You
1: yeah. don't even know Carlin's early shit, bro. You can't say that. Carlin's you, you dead. The story. Carlin's dead. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I'm, a shit I'm about saying. Comedy. You know,
0: just that it's just a numbers game. He's just he's been doing stand-up since he was fourteen when we were. You know, bored. yeah, but it
1: doesn't matter. That's like me saying like I don't care about basketball, but when I hear Charles Barkley talk about it, all of a sudden I care. That's just not how it works.
0: <laughs> like, well, I don't know if anyone thinks Charles Barkley is the best talker about on, on any subject. Char- even Charles, Bar-
1: Charles Barkley. I would say Charles Barkley is actually more funny than Dave Chappelle for my money.
0: If I had to, if I had to, they're say both I think, very I think Chuck, independently funny in their own I ways. I think
1: Chuck. I think I think Chuck has more bars and he doesn't ruffle as many <laughs> feathers. Therefore, he's more digestible <laughs> for the NBA on TNT audience. Look, I don't. If you I think don't. About it.
0: I didn't get into stand up to be digestible, Chris. That's the difference between oh, you. Okay. and me. You know what I'm saying?
1: But I just don't think. I just don't think like what like more commentary on Kanye is truly. I would say the safest thing he
0: could do, to be honest, talking about. Jewish people and Illuminati and conspiracy theories is you know that's pretty not safe nowadays. I would say
1: no, but what what I'm what I'm saying to you is unless you come out as Dave Chappelle and you're like you know what Kanye is crazy, but I kind of fuck with it. That's the only way it can be controversial, being like this is because basically from what I read is is that he basically condemned him for doing it like everyone else has because it's bad. So what's the interesting thing there?
0: Well, the way he got there. No, you you have to read in between the lines and every time that he'll say a thing condemning his actions, it'll be attached to a joke that may have three or four dimensions of you know, inside jokiness or a little tongue-in-cheek winky thing. Yeah,
1: but is it possible that people give him too much credit because they want it to be good so bad because he did a TV show 20 years ago that they love so much? Because that's what it feels like to me. I
0: think there is a little possibility of that, but I think more so the, the 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 possible or more so the point of it or the reason why people are so drawn to him, whether even though they hate him, is because nobody else... Is saying those things as eloquently as he is on that scale sure there are people who are more you know they're talking about crazier shit probably in a funnier way but you've never heard of them and i've never heard of them and they have you know four thousand followers on instagram and live in baltimore or whatever chappelle you know for for it's the same thing as joe rogan he's not the best but he's the biggest and the closest thing to what we've got to Someone who's at least saying something possibly
1: truthful. I just don't care. Like, I just don't think he's, I just don't think that, like, I I don't know. I I think it's all very unimportant. And because he's offended so many people with his previous work on the Netflix uh, streaming network, (laughs) that now these things are hotly anticipated because people want to be mad at him because they, they think he's going to say something offensive that is true so it sounds like to me he didn't actually say anything offensive he didn't really say much and maybe it was kind of funny so that to me is an L
0: <laughs> well so I, I think that the only way he's really going to get into hot water is if he starts making jokes about trans people which is sort of his hot button you know the don't push this red button kind of thing and he yeah, he yeah. just can't help himself and he didn't mention that at all and he just stuck to uh, you know Jewish stuff my question to you is then is he a pussy no i think you should i think he, if you listen to it and watch the monologue you're obviously not going to love it and say oh my god this is a work of genius but you're you'll i think you'll understand more the little you know subtleties and and things like that yeah no i'm sure that I mean, I don't think he's not talented. I guess I'm just
1: kind of like, at a certain point, it's like people that love him want to say that he's doing amazing work because he's kind of saying what he wants and we're tired of being told we can't say what we feel (laughs) Mm -hmm. and comedy is supposed to be this and then the other half are like dying for him to say something offensive so they can shit on him on Twitter or complain to their boss if they work at NBC or Netflix or whatever so it's just to me there's the middle ground which is probably someone like you doesn't really exist that's the thing there's not many people who are just like I'll either like this or I won't I don't really care about any of the other factors and I think that's why it's hard to care about
0: it yeah, so I guess I would be a moderate um in terms of Chappelle liking. You know, to use a political term, it's the same thing. It's just like unless you're doing one extreme in one you know, either direction, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. But I, I totally think that it's yeah. possible to enjoy someone's talents as a comedian. And not agree with everything they're saying, and like that joke was good, that joke was bad. Oh, yeah, a lot of people sure. don't have sure. the ability to do that nowadays, and that's a problem, uh, a thing that's a big problem with um, Gen Gen Z. Um, you were talking about speaking of internet haters, uh, the rise of the tomato emoji.
1: So I heard about this the other night from someone, and then Becca, girl puppy, texted me like, "Are you going to be in mm-hmm. New York because she's playing a show in New York?" And I said, "No." And she said, boo, three tomato emojis. Mm. I just heard about this trend only a mere 48 hours before. And then a member of the Gen Z community used it on me within 48 hours. So I feel like it is something that is happening and bubbling in the underground.
0: Young people, it's a young people trending alert. If I don't like something, you're getting the motherfucking tomatoes. And are the tomatoes alone or are they... Is there another emoji right behind it? Maybe like the wind gust to sort of simulate a tomato being thrown?
1: No, that's a good, that's a, that's a good idea. I just think it's funny because I believe that, you know, the, the tomato throwing that old adage is, is old. You know, it's like, I don't even know where that
0: old adage is old.
1: I don't know where, I don't know where these young people are I mean, RIP Gallagher, first and foremost. Um, and I know that's a different, different fruit and vegetable, (laughs) but I'm just like,
0: yeah, it could be, I'm, I'm predicting it's the rise of, uh, romeo and juliet starring leo okay maybe something like that maybe there's some tomatoes going on in there a lot of people watch that movie because it's aesthetic af it is aesthetic af that's it the soundtrack is low-key bomb (laughs) the soundtrack is low-key beasting the
1: only reason i like a movie is if it's kind of aesthetic af like tumblr stuff so i should i guess i've never seen that of course so i guess I should check it out
0: you've never seen romeo and juliet no
1: bro I'm telling you, dude. Watching movies—it's a tough watch. Watching tough watch. watching movies—I don't. I ain't got time for that. Like I just—I think it's. I, oh, we know. I, we know <laughs> it's crazy. But even as a child, I knew that it was a waste of time. When I had nothing else to do, I knew it was a waste of time. That's how far ahead I was, Jason, of the grussle mindset.
0: The the world of cinema is nothing but a roadblock. I mean, <laughs> dude. And you guys put M and M's and popcorn. That's crazy. Every time you watch a movie. That's a deal that's not getting
1: made. Dude, a hundred percent. And I should talk to Gary Vee or some of these other guys about this because I bet they don't watch movies either.
0: They're like, movies? <laughs> I haven't had the time to watch a movie since nineteen eighty three. If you
1: want... I mean, yeah, I saw Wall Street in high school and that was it. <laughs> I think there is though. I mean, look, if you can't look at your if you're watching Tar, it's two and a half hours long and you miss a Ta-da. call and you miss a call from your lawyer and you all of a sudden you're down fifty bands, like what was it worth it? Mm-hmm. Like to see to see Kate Blanchett in the row, I could look at pictures on the internet. The
0: Tar was lit, dude. I finally saw it last week. It was good.
1: I, you told me that you tried to leave three
0: times. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. The person that I was with did. Oh, okay.
1: So you you liked a two and a half hour movie about a, a lesbian bitch conductor who looks cool, which on paper does sound very good. I have to say,
0: it, I think it, the, it's just a it's just it's a slow slow long one, but maybe very similar to my uh my theory on the, on the on a new flavor dimension it's the same thing of like you know obviously certain films like that you truly have to be craving it or in the mood for it and if you are not then it is going to be a fucking tough one to watch ta
1: were you high as hell
0: no i was not it was it was kind of an early screening because because it was like if we went to the nine o'clock ta i'm getting home. After midnight on a, on a school night, even not, if I am juice. I was I was doing a juice cleanse as well, so... Oh, wow. So you saw a, it was tie, a, tricky time. You saw a with no snacks? Ta with... Well, I had two snacks. It was number five and number six, juice press. Or not juice press, press juice. <laughs> <laughs> That's always confusing to me. Oh,
1: not press... Bro, press juice is fake. I can't believe you're drinking that. That's like fucking concentrate. That's just sugar. Yeah,
0: exactly. But they have one right by my house at the Americana and a juice cleanse is like 30 bucks or something like that. So it's so you just order it online and go pick it up. It takes 5 seconds and that's it. But but I mean like the first like one of the juices is just pure celery. The other ones are like very vegetable based, but they are probably a little too sugary, but
1: it's okay. Fuck it, bro. I mean it's ba-
0: But yeah, I, I think it was the the film is a masterclass of of dialogue and monologue, I think. There's like two scenes where where Blanchette is just fucking oscar worthy shit just i mean Blanchett's the blanchette is a known real one and i i recently saw a photo of young blanchette
1: damn oh young blanchette bad as hell bro Oof. mama mia. i know i mean look it's that's
0: the problem with aging you know Beat the tar off of that that's what i said all right oh like okay okay oh
1: my god relax tj that's not your flavor that is not your flavor yeah you leave some
0: for the rest of us you don't know what mood i'm in chris you don't know about all the flavors that i have <laughs> about all the umami you got (laughs) i even do white sometime baby
1: (laughs) let me cook uh so what are you what are you doing today it's a classic sunday in la tj can't sit still you know i know you gotta you're gonna be driving all over the place you're gonna go to some freaky restaurant that's 45 minutes from your house (laughs) like to have eggs you guys driving to the san gabriel valley to have fucking eggs and avocado is one of the wildest things that i will not understand
0: well that's that's how dire it is i have to go to i have to drive 30 minutes to literally the san gabriel valley to eat eggs because anywhere else i can't where else am i going to do it either there's two there's two situations you go to a restaurant that's chill and easy and you can go there and you don't have to make a reservation for breakfast two weeks in advance. The food's gonna be a letdown. It it's not gonna be anywhere near as good as if I made it at home, so there's no point. Or those those other restaurants that are just like truly bomb as hell, it's just like, okay, cool, just put your name down and you can eat breakfast in eleven hours. Yeah, or like, no, Oh, you wanted to eat today. <laughs> that's so funny. Bro,
1: I went to I went I took myself to a little breakfast yesterday over at the uh the hazelton hotel here in beautiful yorkville and there's a the restaurant there's called one it's called one and it's known as kind of like a it's like a high-end hotel overpriced restaurant where there's an it's known to have a lot of uh working women oh yes yes you know but obviously uh, saturday brunch it wasn't the case but i you know i had my um, I believe it was thirty six dollars Canadian. You know, two eggs scrambled, some fruit, some arvo, Damn, prostitutes some are cheap toast. down there.
0: Cor- oh, the breakfast, got it. got it, got it, got it. They
1: included, they included uh, orange juice as well and a bottle of sparkling water, which I thought was quite nice. That's great. But I was taking stock of the crowd, you know, and of course it's like corny Toronto rich people, but there was a certain archetype that really, there were tables of fellas, <laughs> four to eight deep per table, where all the fellas were kind of like. I'm, I'm flexing my hungover swag, and they all had on, I'm not exaggerating, like five guys at one table all had on different Five to five hundred to one thousand dollar hoodies. <laughs> and like, so one guy would have the chrome hearts with the, bro, it's cozy vibes only. I mean, one guy would have the chrome hearts with the hood up while he was drinking his mimosa. His homies wearing the Givenchy while he has the salmon on the bagel. His other boy has the, <laughs> has the Ruigi joint. You know what I mean? While he's like asking mm-hmm. for his eggs to be cooked a little
0: longer. It was just a crazy. This is actually more medium than medium rare. If you could just tell (laughs) the kitchen. I don't, I hate to be that guy, but yeah, thanks. Like every single
1: one of these hoodie guys is so rich. They had their like Lambo truck valet, you know, and I'm just like, what, how do these guys all find each other? And do they know that they look stupid? Or do they think, or, or or is it like we all look hot together when we wear our expensive hoodies?
0: Okay, well, I'll tell you where they found each other: rehab. And then, uh, <laughs> okay, no, they were no, no, they found each other at the
1: club though. There's definitely a, a hashtag promoter vibe, and no, no offense to you, of course.
0: They're like, okay, since you guys are all the guys who actually pay for bottle service, you can all just <laughs> exactly. kind of hang out here at this six top. Yeah, I, I think that that's sort of the problem with the future of the world is a group of men will all get on their group chat and text each other and say, let's all go to breakfast this morning because we're all hung over from not paying for sex last night at all. Definitely didn't do that. <laughs> and this is, where, this is where it separates the wheat from the chaff. Some person said... Wouldn't it be cool if we all like wore hoodies? Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like keep it like hoodie vibes only, and everyone was like, "Yeah, lol, that's dope, let's do it." And now you have male synchronized outfits for brunch, and it's making Martha Stewart and Ina Garten look like fucking whoever the most badass person in the world is
1: no it's 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 a crazy style and i i just like i don't know the amount of hoodies in the building and it's like i who doesn't like a hoodie i guess you know but it made me i'm
0: wearing one right now it kind
1: of made me i'm not i'm more of a crew neck cat if i had to choose so am i but i i I just think that hoodie culture has gone too far it's gone too far we've got we've got these men out here paying 800 dollars for hoodies we that that's just too far, and I know it's their fault for being stupid and susceptible to this sort of Balenciaga marketing. But at the same time, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, guys, come on, like, you you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just like if you and I showed up wearing the same thing, we'd kind of be like bummed, you know? It's like, yeah, when two actresses show up at the Academy Awards and the designer didn't tell them, and they're wearing the same cool. dress because one bought it, one one got dressed. You know, it's tough.
0: I know that bitch from Abbott Elementary ain't wearing this drip. And then a fight starts. Yeah, the only time males who are dining together should be communicating with each other in terms of outfit synchronization is to make sure that you and your friends are not wearing the same thing. You want to make sure that we're not all going to wear or blue suede shoes, or whatever it may be.
1: No, exactly. Unless you're at a, unless you're, unless you work for Tom Brown, you're at lunch. The only reason you should be matching <laughs> your friends is if it, it, you've just left the soccer field, um, yeah. or something of that, of that nature.
0: Yeah. And if you, we, we love the clothing of Rick Owens, but you, if you go to a restaurant and you see a table of six people just head to toe, Rick to the dick. You you begin to judge and stereotype them as a certain type of person. You know what I mean. It's
1: tough. It really is tough. Like
0: your 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 parents are rich. One hundred percent.
1: Much like the people that
0: pay for bottle
1: service, those are the kind of people that are happy to pay a thirty dollar cover for a be a DJ set at, at mm. Nice Guy. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and and that's not to be overlooked.
0: As long as they take Apple Pay, bro, bro. <laughs> Yo can I, can I tap at the door, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was big walking around, strolling around Yorkville yesterday, checking out some of the local uh, shops. You know, um just just seeing what's going on,
0: Lululemon stuff like that.
1: I'll tell you what, bro. There's a new aloe store here. Oh my god, that shit was booming. That looked like, I mean, goddamn, really? Like, can you? Yeah, dude, just booming. And the, and the thing is, is that I forget this, but aloe makes like clothes. I mean, you see people wearing. It, they make like clothes. You know, like a. A sherpa fleece and like a jacket and this and that, so they like make oh. so the windows are like a the 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 mannequins in the windows are like a combination of obviously like the tights and the sports bras, but then also the tell
0: th- me they got their little lifestyle flavor.
1: They do have lifestyle flavor, much like our our Vancouver-based friends at Lululemon. Oh yeah, and I was just watching; it was booming. But the fucked up part about aloe is like the sales chicks look like. They're about to walk into Berries and hit the treadmill. Like one shoulder sports bra and tights with like the Air Max Two Seventies at work is amazing. That's crazy that you wear that to work.
0: I'm here for it.
1: I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> and you're not. I mean, it's it feels a little. It feels like it could maybe hurt business because if non hotties walk in and the hotties working there are got got their fucking abs out on their ass on fleeky oh it could discourage someone from buying the same thing because like why ain't gonna look like chloe
0: it's almost as if they did that on purpose like our friends over at abercrombie and fitch it's almost as if you want to exclude a certain body type of person like a brandy melville or something for example it
1: does feel like that and i want to say i'm against it um and from a (laughs) capitalism
0: i want to so bad but i am i am definitely not
1: well i just think that if it's one man's vision or one woman's vision or one person's vision and they're running that company (laughs) then they should be able to kind of do whatever they want and if there is some backlash Mm. that's fine but like you know like you can't, help, you can't help who the customer is and what they want, necessarily. <laughs> it's
0: the cost of doing business I, I in, in this business. But that shit
1: was booming, like popping, popping. And it's like pretty cold outside.
0: I mean, I, ha- I have an aloe yoga mat. I use it all the time at the crib. It's, it's a, a wonderful piece. The aloe yoga mat is the best yoga mat in
1: the game. It's, it's $125. I
0: bought it because you told me that.
1: Uh, it's $125, but it has a heft to it mm-hmm. that some of the mats don't have. It feels masculine in the murdered-out colorway.
0: Um... You know, as, as I dive deeper into my sensual workouts and slow body mm. movement exercises, obviously <laughs> yeah. the algorithm, sort of the next okay. stop on the train is sort of getting into Cairo territory, which is... Let's go. Which is kind of your zone, but I, I started getting... I, I could tell that the algorithm was so intelligent that they knew that they were going to sort of have to just kind of... Stick the tip in and mm. just kind of let me feel it out first. You know what I mean? Sure. They don't just don't want to beat me over the head with these crack addict videos that you're consuming. So this it started feeding me uh, a genre of of chiropractor videos that I could be very polarizing for you specifically. The the anim, uh. animal chiropractory.
1: Oh no, no! I've unfortunately. <laughs> seen some of that before and although i do love to see chiropractic relief work on any species that god created <laughs> i would rather see it on giant male bodybuilders than somebody's little dog where uh. they where they cry in the corner because their their dogs you know c4 is back in alignment or whatever
0: okay uh andrews i know you're listening just want to make sure you heard that okay Cool. Uh, (laughs) So, more into sort of the muscle daddy kind of. Well, it's it's back cracking. Is what is the? I want to see. What is the the phrase? Crack addicts.
1: Muscle daddy. It's like when I go to Aloe, I am fine because I'm seeing people that look like me, you know. And it's the same thing when I'm looking at Carper. I want to see giant ripped guys with their shirts off getting some fascial work done before they get popped
0: and you want if if you're if we're gonna be cracking backs and necks it would be nice for that person to kind of be swole as hell is what you're saying
1: yeah because it just looks like they need it
0: yeah because they've sort of been working so hard all day at the gym probably getting very sweaty exactly and they're they're kind of their big arms exactly you need them to be loose and strong so they can kind of dominate you right
1: yeah that's exactly honestly i don't want to see some (laughs) i don't want to see some little computer nerd be like i have carpal tunnel please help me like i don't want to see that i don't want to like i don't want to see that i want to see a guy that's like i my body feels fucked up because i was putting up insane numbers on the squat rack and i need you to lay Uh lay your hands all over me until i feel better That's that's what I want to see. Right,
0: and if that that's no condom, the whole thing. I exactly.
1: If that's a crime, like I'll go to jail. That's fine. I don't give a shit.
0: (laughs) How long gone is uh, our website? Chris Black, you're going to be back in LA when? A couple days? What's up? Hey,
1: no, I touched down tomorrow, Monday, baby. I'm back in the A. I mean, excuse me, LA. I'm sorry. Back in LA. Okay.
0: So, and then on Tuesday night we have a lads dinner with Uncle Paulie and them over at a Thai restaurant in the Valley. You ready for that, Chris?
1: Yeah, we're going to yeah, me, you, Al, Kenny Beats, uh, and and Uncle Polly and and, and uh, I don't know who I don't Dylan, a few other people, but I was like, bro, you know we got to sit in an alleyway at this restaurant. And I was like, you're telling me this Michelin star Thai restaurant that has an incredible wine selection is making me sit in a fucking alleyway? And he said, yes, that's right. So, you know, I've been here before and I do quite like it. So hopefully it hits even with my fucking nupsy on.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, hopefully we also have the plug because the last time I went and ate dinner in the alley, even though a friend of the show, Royce Burke, gave us a little line cutting pluggy we still had to wait in line for two hours dead ass no
1: we're not we're not waiting in line i'll i'll go to Shakey's before i wait in line (laughs) in in studio city i'm all set but yeah we're doing that and then it's a it's a full week of activations for us jason Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, oh, I believe, bro. are activations.
0: GQ's Men of the Year is nipping at our heels. Don't worry, I have all my looks arrived. That's good. I'm glad it's... I just need my my pink Brooks Brothers shirt to arrive, and then I'm really going to be good.
1: Okay. I'm waiting on my looks to arrive for for GQ Man of the Year, and I, I'm i waiting with bated breath. I, I texted Will Welch. uh He didn't get back to me to let us know if we actually are the Men of the Year. I think it's kind of... I don't think it's us, mm-hmm. but I think that, like... I I just assume we're in the running at least.
0: We are men, and it is a year, so there. Is, you're saying there's a chance, exactly. Will? Left. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly, Will. You're saying there's a chance. Um, yeah, we'll do that, and then uh, yeah, Seattle. There's a few tickets left, and we are happy to add uh, a guest, a local hero, yeah, um, and a former guest of, of How Long Gone, Andy Haynes, is going to uh, join us in Seattle yeah. for a little comedic comedic relief. Um, December fifteenth at Madame Lou's. Get your tickets. Um, we're happy to be there. It's the it's the final How Long Gone show of the year, and then we're going to be announcing some stuff soon that takes us across the bloody pond, mate. Um, which is which is which is very exciting. Um, but yeah, anyway, we'll be back with more podcasts, um, more event recaps, more of Jason's uh food schemes <laughs> uh, all next week. Thank you for thank you for listening to How Long Gone. Thank you to all my toronto family for holding me down thank you to drake thank you to the ovo team thank you to the weekend um i could go on i won't
0: thank you to all the veterans <laughs> thank you to all the veterans on to the, on veterans day
1: except when they let you board first that kind of bothers me but otherwise oh. like th- thanks to you for that yeah thanks to you for that. yeah
0: veterans you should get your little pension you should get your college paid for if you lose a leg, they should buy your chick a new fucking Range Rover. But you ain't getting on that plane before me. No, no. Fuck out of here.
1: If I'm Delta One, I don't care how much you've served. You know what I mean? You ain't you ain't bored before me. I, I've worked. And you too better hard. not
0: drone me either. Fucking <laughs> all this mess. You better not
1: come drone me. How long gone? We'll see you next week.